listening to the Last Gen Podcast brought to you by Miracle Word Ministries. These episodes are specifically created with students in mind. More than ever before, we must know why we believe what we believe, build strong faith, and stay on fire for God. We know that Jesus is coming soon, and we're going to live like this is the last generation. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome to the Last Gen Podcast with Alexander Robert Iaquinto and Carolyn Elizabeth Shuttlesworth. <laughs> that was my part. I was going to say like the whole intro Go. Thing. Oh, no, Enlighten it's us. It's fine. No, Welcome I, to the Last Gen. Sorry, that was probably a lot. Sorry, guys. Welcome <laughs> to the Last Gen Podcast, everybody. My name is Alex Iaquinto on behalf of Miracle Word Ministries, and uh, I'm so pumped to be on with you today. Well, who am I? You didn't introduce oh, me. well... Our special guest today um, is someone that I hold very near and dear to my heart. Uh, it's almost like some would say we're like family. Um, before I knew this person, I, I was I was scared I was worse off. I, I you know he I was scared to death. I didn't know how to <laughs> tie my shoes. I couldn't do my no, hair by myself. Mother. I literally couldn't get ready. Um, that was before I met this my guest here. But now. Look at him. I take all the credit, <laughs> Stephanie. <laughs> all right. Well, welcome, uh, Pastor Carolyn, to, to the studio. Well, I'm not going to be Thank you like very this. much. I don't want anyone else calling her Auntie Carolyn. <laughs> Seriously. It's Pastor Carolyn here. Thank you for having me, Last Gen. I'm excited to be here today. Um, today, we want to talk about uh, something that I think is going to be pretty helpful. We don't have notes prepared. We have actually zero notes prepared. It's right um, here. Yeah. We've hidden in our hearts. We prepared the messengers. Thy not word the message. He's a lamp into my feet. <laughs> Can I get a mmm? That's good from the back. Um, today we're talking about uh why your relationship with God sucks. No, what was the title? What that was, was terrible. Uh, you well, can't <laughs> say that. No, why your relationship with God is inconsistent. Yes. Why is it up and down? Why do you have a roller coaster, roller coaster Christianity? And I think this is a, a massively important topic, um, especially, I mean, like for young people, this is like top five need to hear this because, you know, a lot of the times, like when you used to take me to Upper Conference, right? Um, that was that was the conference I went to every every single year when I was a kid. And that's where that's where I got saved filled with the Holy Spirit, called into ministry, um, all at the same conference. Um, <laughs> it's a lot for him. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I mean, but it's crazy. Like, who, who would have thought, like, everything, like, all the important milestones in my life happened in Horseheads, New York? <laughs> Pretty lame. But <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. Sorry to all one. my Horseheads friends. Yeah, you can't say anything. Sorry to all my Horseheads friends. Um, <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, it, and, and that was, like, pretty important for me. But I remember every year I'd go... And every year, um, it was, you know, everyone gets on fire. They get all hype and everything. Um, and then after the conference, yeah. everyone for like a week is like still hyped. They're like, I'm going to win my whole school to Jesus. But then something happens that I feel like is, is so common. Um, and, it's, and it's sad that it happens, but people then just fall off. Yeah. Um, I, I think that there's three key things to it. I think that it has to do with their relationship, mm -hmm. who's in their circle, yeah, um, what they see and hear, because that plays into um, 
how you are with God. Right. And then also um, discipline, discipline, like spiritual discipline. Right. And, and so when you're when you're like at the conference, right. you really have all those three in one room right, for three right. days straight. Yeah. So like what you're seeing and hearing is faith and everyone in unity and, exactly. you're, and you're hearing the word of God preached right. and then you're around all the friends that are doing the same exactly. thing. We're running around the church, mm-hmm. we're praising God and then you are disciplined. You're doing the the leadership classes and you're here for the services and right. you got that. So you're in that atmosphere but I love that you talk about because you did this once before about mm-hmm. you. It was an article, yeah. right, that you wrote about keeping the fire, killing it, camp high Christianity, right? Because yeah. it's like, what do you do when you're not in that atmosphere anymore? Right. That I mean, because and and to be honest, that was kind of my thing in in high school. And I feel like if I would have had, you know what, I'm just going to tease it now. I'm going to write a book on this. Um, I know so, you guys are first to hear. Family. I'm first, first to hear. hear. <laughs> I'm going to write a book um, very shortly on, I don't know if I'll name it, Killing Camp High Christianity. But really, what I, what I see is like, there needs, to be, there needs to be a set plan after camp. It can't just be like, Absolutely. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to just do the same thing. Well, what happens when there's no hype word? What happens when the worship you know, team isn't you know, busting your eardrums out and there's fire preaching? And, you know, what happens when all the lights go down and you're just in your bedroom? That's what matters. Um, and so that's something that I completely just, I mean, that was, it was, it was a, a weak point in my life. And, and it, that was, if I look back on all the mistakes that I've made, it's because I didn't, or I wasn't able to keep what, what God gave me at uproar or at, you know, youth right. camp. Um, but like, I, I kind of wanted to, I, I didn't ask her any questions beforehand. We have nothing prepared, but I kind of wanted to know <laughs> behind the face of pastor Carolyn, um, what was that like for you in high school? Was was there the same kind of thing or? Yeah, I think I think it is like that for everyone. And ev- it's been like that for every generation, mm-hmm. because really the word of God and what you get from the word of God is our own responsibility. Yeah. At the end of the day. Right. So like I've been to some phenomenal services and I've been and, you know, I grew up in a Pentecostal home and right. I got to experience that and, and go to youth group and do the whole summer camps thing. But it is true. It's like when you come back and you're not in that atmosphere and you don't have it around you all the time, how are you now going after it? How right. are you keeping your relationship with God? Exactly. Who are you surrounding yourself with? All of that matters. All of that plays into a huge part of who we become, how we answer the call of God on our life, how we hear his voice. It, it, it plays into at the end of the day, no matter your age, it's your responsibility of your walk with the Lord. Right. Um. And so, so like you, you said, like, did you go to like youth camps and stuff? Oh, yeah. Like did Gammy send you? Sorry. She Gammy did. is... My grandmother, my mom, her mom. Oh, <laughs> I know it's so cute. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> people. Every time I say that, people are like, "Oh, that's so cute." And I'm not thinking. I'm like, "Oh yeah, that was Gammy that called." And they're like, "Gammy." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, oh Gammy." My grandmother. His grandmother is like, or like grandma is so old sounding. Sorry to all the grandmas. Um, <laughs> but what was I saying? Oh, she, so she, You're, she, she like sent yeah. you to, to Oh youth yeah. I did a whole bunch of school stuff. I was always in youth group mm-hmm. and, um, and it was the same thing. You're like on a high for a week Yeah. because I didn't do just uproar like weekends. It was like, we went away with the church. Camp. Like a sleepaway camp. Yeah. It'd oh, okay. be like for a week. So it'd be like night services, right? 
you know, games and stuff mm-hmm. during during the day and uh, chapels and things like that. But it was the same way. It was like I'd go and then come back, and then you're kind of like, now what? <laughs> yeah, and then it, and then it, to be honest, it feels like you feel like you know, like it's it's kind of like disappointing because it's like what happened, like, and then you think there's something wrong with you, and you're like, well, I, I don't understand. I, I guess like you know, I guess it was just like the camp thing, and you know, I guess I can't have this. Like I always like I, I try to encourage people like you can have and, and not to like diminish the the idea of of services and stuff. Obviously, like you live in services and, you know, that, I mean, so uh, that, I'm not maybe. saying that that's not I'm in a few. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Done my time. Um, I'm not saying that that's not important, but it's not just for the services. Right. There has to be there has to be something because what I mean, because what's the end goal? You're going to live like. Up, right. down, up, down, up, down. Like you become a new person every summer and then you just revert back and stuff. Yeah. So let's break it down for the ones listening. Let's start with spiritual discipline. Yeah. What would you say, you know, being that being that mm-hmm. kid, yeah. I'm saved, I'm coming off from uproar, you know, I go home, I don't necessarily have the same, you know, you grew up in a Christian home, not saying anything yeah. bad like that, but necessarily not the same feel as what you just experienced at uproar. Right. So what what was it, like, how when you, when you open the Bible, you're like, where do I begin? What do I go after? That um, was a huge thing. Uh, before, you, before you get into what yeah. you did, I, I would always recommend because it still to this day helps me is topical studies Mm -hmm. because sometimes it is overwhelming and you're like, I'm going to open the word of God. Where do I start? What do I do? And I always advise people like, let's pick a topic. Let's say Mm -hmm. I want to know more about what God says about blessing or Mm -hmm. healing or faith, you know, or what are the promises that I have as a child of God? And then let's go through them and get that topic down pat before moving on to the next. Right. Because like you said, it's overwhelming. And then what it, cause you like kids, especially young kids think that they're always going to feel like doing it. And so when they open their Bible, there's like, Oh yeah, the Holy Spirit's just going to lead me to a place. And it's going to be like such a powerful study time. And then it's like <laughs> 6am, which is funny. Cause I'll get moms that are concerned about their five-year-olds who yeah. aren't coming out of their bedroom wanting to do devotions. They would rather do something else in life. And I'm like, listen, Shocker. I'm like, listen, <laughs> they're five. My, what, it is OK. Don't count kid? them out now in life. Like <laughs> it's it's going to be all right. But they will. They'll be like, they don't want to do this and they don't want. And I'm like that. My my six year old doesn't want to do that. It doesn't mean that he's not going to be a mighty man of God one day right. or, you know, for Maddie for the longest time. She's still young. She's going to be 13 soon. And I still every day. And at night, remind her. So, Maddie, are you getting in bed with the Bible? Mm-hmm. What are you reading about? Mm-hmm. What is it? You know, you got to ask. And she's almost 13. So right. you have to <laughs> continually push yourself. And as parents or whoever is the guardian, ask and, is it, and be is like. Is that a common thing? Like people are like concerned that their six-year-old's not like. Oh, I've gotten lots of messages where they're like, they don't want to They don't want to sit down and do devotions. Or <laughs> they fight me on this. And I'm like. They're six. You still. <laughs> I paid, you know, I paid Maddie for the longest time yeah. to read her Bible. And people mm-hmm. were like, you did what? And I'm like, well, if you're going to pay your kids to take out the trash mm-hmm. and you're going to pay your kids to clean the house and keep their room clean and pay them to read books that are required at school, uh, I'm going to pay them what's going to be extremely beneficial in their mm-hmm. life. And that's understanding the word of God. Right. And to the point where I didn't have to keep 
reminding her to do it. She, yeah. she ended up doing it for free yeah. because it was like something that we were doing. It be, so it starts off as it's always a discipline, but it starts off as, yeah, you're going to have to push yourself to do it. Like, you're not going to feel like A.A. A. Allen when you get up in the morning. Like, that's just the truth. Like, you, you know, sure. I mean, it's still, it doesn't change when you turn 18. Listen, it really I said it on my broadcast the other day. I was like, you know what? I don't always feel like coming in to do a broadcast. I yeah. don't feel like speaking all the time. Right. I, I don't want to come here. I don't feel anointed all the time. You know, people are like that. They think yeah. when they see someone who's a minister or, or leadership or whatever, that's how they always feel like being. And I was like, I don't wake up like Cinderella right. looking out the window <laughs> like, oh, look at the birds. They're just so glorious and they're coming to me and it's a beautiful day. Like, I don't feel like that right. all the time. You have to Tell your flesh what's up. Right. And neither did all those, all the men of God that we, no. that we idolized. It, you know, the, it's, it's like Paul told Timothy, fan into flames the right. gift of God that came on the inside of you right. through the laying on. Push down yeah. your spirit, man. You're right. going to have to. It's going to rise up. Right. And you have to push it down. Exactly. And so it starts off as a, yes, like I'm, I'm ma- and it's, and this isn't like legalistic. I'm making myself do it. Right. Like that's it. I'm because because discipline isn't fueled by how you feel. Discipline is fueled by your principles and like who you are. And it's not are. taught and it's not done a lot right. in this generation. I mean, I'm not old, but I am older yeah. than no, you. No, so <laughs> not at all. Guys. But I I see people your age, mm-hmm. and there is no discipline. Oh, it's just give me instant gratification. It's owed to me, mm-hmm. and there is no discipline to get, and, and so it falls into not only their natural life yeah. and their work ethic, right. but then it trickles 100%. over into their spiritual aspect, uh-huh. and yeah. then they treat the Word of God the same way. Right. I only need it in crisis. Mm-hmm. I only am going to go after it when I have nothing else to watch or do, mm-hmm. you know. And then it's like, oh, well, let me pick up my Bible yeah. and see what like it I'm says. Now's a good time. Right. I feel like there, there's so many people that like open TikTok and you know, you know how like TikTok gets like, like knows you so well that like the algorithm automatically like, you know, gives sure. you, I know how you know that, you know, whenever you open TikTok. Yeah. Okay. But I don't, listen guys. I don't, I don't have, even TikTok. have TikTok. I don't have TikTok. I don't have TikTok. I, I sure hope not. Um, nope. it's, it's actually, it's, it's surprising to see how many like 40 year olds stop. See? That's why people my age should not have TikTok. <laughs> you understand that this is like recorded. I always like <laughs> I don't see TikTok because I have it, but right. you know people will try to send yeah. me those things. Or, or Instagram and I'm like, Mm-mm. right? That mom should not be dancing with their daughter like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's another. That's another podcast. That is another podcast. Um, I will head that one up. But so you know how the algorithm. <laughs> Gladly. <laughs> so, I'm restraining some things because. All right, All right, back to spiritual discipline. <laughs> right, right. Let's have some discipline here. Um, you know how you know how like the algorithm figures you out, right? Um, so like people get on like the Christian TikTok algorithm. So like there's so many people that like they open TikTok and they see their Christian feed and then they feel like okay, that's the spiritual, that's my spiritual right. food for the day. Yes, I saw some guy. Oh, or they open up the Bible app. And that's their, their verse for the day. For the day. Oh, you know what? And Listen. it becomes, wait, it becomes like their graphic, like they made it. I was like, <laughs> no, posted, you like... just save that out of the Bible app. That is not your word for the day. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. You know, it's funny. Where did I see that graphic from? <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> so, you know, so like, you know, when I went to like Bible school, <laughs> right? Bible school. Um, 
It, so it, it was it was genuinely it was a degree plan. It was it le- led up to like a four year bachelor's degree. Um, so yeah, Bible college. The professor, one of the professors, was like teaching on spiritual discipline, and he was like getting into it. And you know, I was like, all right, dude. I, I don't know. I was just so disinterested because of what he was saying. But then he said something that caught my attention. He was like, you know, you've got to you've got to spend time with God as like Bible college students. Like it's so important. Like get that verse of the day in. Get that verse of the day in. And I started thinking, dude, do you read one verse a day? You're a pastor. It's like, you should have raised your man hand and was like, himself. Uh, excuse me, where do I get that verse of the day? Could you send that to me? There's an app called Sprinkle of Jesus. No. Oh, yeah. What is it about? It's literally like, but no. It's, listen, no, no, no. Is yes. that a real name? My friend, it's called Sprinkle of Jesus. Don't download it. It's worse than TikTok. Oh. Um, not in that way, but like, no, it's I think it's, but, yeah, the so name what, alone is cringy. Yeah. What? That was going to be our. Cringe. I was going to be our new youth group name. Cringe. At Miracle Word Church. Spink, sprinkle of sprinkle Jesus. Of Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Sprinkle Not at my church. Jesus <laughs> Ministries International. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so the, the in the app they give um, they notify you like whenever you like set it to and it it gives you quotes. That Jesus never said. They're not in the Bible. But Jesus like, never yeah, said. But they're like, they're like faux Jesus quotes. Like, it'll be like, be nice to everyone, even when people stab you in the back what, or something dash like that. dash Jesus? Yeah, and then be like, Jesus. It's the Passion it's Translation like, oh, it's a graphics. message from God. Yes. <laughs> TPT. It's literally just Passion Translation. <laughs> TPT. It's funny. I, I tweeted, the Passion Translation is like translating from English to uh, German to Spanish to Chinese <laughs> to an emotional teenage girl back to English. <laughs> and out of those, the emotional teenage girl is the most it accurate. Through. It comes through. <laughs> um, yeah, kids, don't read the Passion Translation. That's just... I'll give that one to them for free. Um, but, okay, so back to what I was talking about. You can't, you know, you can't have... You can't feel like you're doing God a favor by scrolling through Christian TikTok, right? There's got to be substance... In your in your spiritual life, there should be a substance in your spiritual life. Like, and this is the litmus test. And I heard who was I? I think it was it was Pastor Gary um, at Abundant Life. He said uh, Bishop Rick told him that in order to prepare for the ministry to take over the youth group, he said write a thought down every day and have it be something that you could preach a whole message on. So, like, fill up your spirit. To a point where you don't have to, if you had to, you don't, you wouldn't have to like go through the Bible and like, you know, scramble through notes to like, for something to be in your spirit. That, that just comes out because you fill your spirit with it. That's exactly how your uncle does everything. People are all the time amazed that he does broadcasts. You know, he just came off the 21 day fast. So we, he did two broadcasts a day and people, even on the morning ones, Monday Mm -hmm. through Friday, we'll get pastors on the road that come to us in awe. Like, how do you do it every day? And then we leave and Ted's like, how do you not have something you can say every day? And people will say, someone just asked us last week, we were somewhere and a pastor said, so how much time do you take um, to prepare what you say every day on Mm -hmm. the, on the broadcast? And he's like, I don't take time that way to prepare a message. He's like, I just constantly read Mm -hmm. i constantly study i pray and i'm just filled up right so when something gets dropped exactly then we can go on it like and and he's not known like he he opens the bible up every morning and gets that verse of the day and then comes in and preaches it to everybody power right there (laughs) 
I've been noticing that Evangelist Ted's messages are all just the verse of the day that, that gets sent out to everyone. Is that? Um, but so. I mean that, and 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 that's kind of how he's taught me because when mm-hmm. I stepped out to speak, um, it's it's not that having notes is bad. When I right. go and speak at meetings and have, um, you know, that time, I'll have my iPad there and like points, but I won't have like a legit. Mm-hmm. you know like every th- single thing because it's like this is what is in me right and i just have some stuff as remembrance because you do get up there and sometimes you need it and but having the verse in the bible in you that that's word enough yeah to to have some substance exactly and it's it's not just a litmus test for for preachers it's a litmus test for every believer could you honestly like talk to your friend and be like this is what's in my spirit and explain it you know, not not that everyone's called into the ministry. I'm not saying that, but as a Christian, it's not just preachers that are called to study and called to, you know, it's Christians that are called to study and show themselves approved. But, yeah. So uh, you can't you can't be so void in your spirit, you're spiritually starved that you have nothing. Like, and then people wonder why their life is falling apart and why their life looks like that. And you know, it's like I don't understand. That's right. I mean, it talks about Christ that very thing in James. Yeah. If if you're if you're, I have faith. Oh no, wait! I have yeah. doubt. It's like what, like an, an ocean wave. It's yeah. back and forth, back and forth. And then he says in in James, mm-hmm. <laughs> when you go to ask, you're not going to get anything. Right. Don't suppose like you that can't that even make receive. up your mind. Exactly. So what am I giving you? Am I giving what, like which mind am I giving the answer right. to? And, and most people, <laughs> it's, it's true. Most people live as two people. They Absolutely. live as their their church person. They're Sunday person, yep. and they live as Monday through Saturday. Yep, and absolutely. They're, they're the ones in the front row saying, mm, Pastor, that's good, that's good. Say that again. And then, <laughs> but like, you know, and like Tuesday, they're in crisis mode. Like, I don't even understand. Right. God, where are you? Like, where are you? Right. You're all over the place. So spiritual discipline, I would say, is key into that. And then um, let's do number two. Let's, yeah. let's say relationships. Oh, yeah, this can be a when when he yelled like when he like yelled at me. I didn't um, hold on. I didn't yell at her. You gotta finish the sentence because it no, sounds no. like I yelled at her. Well, I was going to. <laughs> okay. Um, when uh, when you yelled from downstairs upstairs where I was, is that yeah. better? Okay. Yeah. And I yelled back. I was like relationships because it's one of the major downfall for anyone mm-hmm. but especially this younger generation right now mm-hmm. um and immediately i yelled to him amos 3 3 yeah because i was like you know what the word of, it's a short verse look it up it says how can two people go in the same direction if they can't agree so yeah. what happens is we come home from church from the youth events from being on fire and then we're going to try to do our spiritual discipline. Mm-hmm. We're going to, I'm going to hit that topic. I'm going to yeah. read my Bible every day. Everyone comes back with like a plan. Yeah. They got their planner and their plan. Yeah. Yep. And they're, I'm doing this every day. And then they get around who they were around before that has no spiritual appetite. Right. Not wanting the things of God. Could care less. Total different interests. Total different lifestyle. Um, and then... You know, because the problem is we get into not only missionary dating, but we get into missionary friends. Oh, and say that. So, hold on, hold on, say that again. Say that again. We not only back. do missionary dating, we have missionary friends. Yeah. Yeah, we are to win the lost. Yes, Jesus hung around with sinners. But the point is, somebody's going to change. Yeah. So if you aren't strong enough, you're going down. That's right. 
you're going to conform to their ways. That's right. And the way of the world, you're you're not going to raise them up higher. So everyone gets in there like I'm in the mission field right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like preschool is the best. You're going to take in yourself out. Buddy. Elementary school is the middle school is the best mission field. I felt. It's true. There are unsafe people in middle school. But if if your idea is that you're going to just like gather around to your closest inner circle, the most wretched sinners and like try to associate with them in, in, to a point where like you're hanging out with them all the time. Being in places you shouldn't right. be being around that, you know, in some places, in some places might not even be bad. Right. You and I have discussed oh, yeah. places. And then after I talked to you about it, you're like, you know, I didn't even think about it like that. Yeah. And it's right. like. Just certain places we don't even need to be associated with. Not that I'm not that Alex is going to bad places. Oh yeah, but hold I'm on, just, guys. Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> but you know, we have to think really think outside the box with some of this stuff and realize I I'm not meant to be there. Yeah, my big thing that I I always preach to adults, women, young girls is you, we have to look different than everybody else yeah. as a child of God to be a witness. I always make this question come to life and I want everyone to always think about it is why would somebody want to know your Jesus? Exactly. And so how can we look different if everyone that we're surrounding ourselves with looks like the world? Like you will, and this is such, I know it's a cliche and people say it all the time and you've heard this study show. It's true. You will become uh, the average of the the five people you hang around. Absolutely. Not only will you, uh, you'll be similar to them, you will actually become. Like if you have five people, one, two, three, four, five, you will become that third person. Like yep. your your disciplines will line up with theirs. Your your speech will line up with theirs. Everything that you do will just become that. Because like, I mean, think about it. How could you fill yourself up with with talk that you don't want to talk like, with, you know, thoughts? You you can't do it. And it's and it's asinine to think that, you know, oh, I'm just gonna be a light in the darkness. Yes, but there has to be a separation. Yeah. There has to be... Well, I'm sure going to public school, you had unsafe friends. 100%. Okay. So how did you balance that? Yeah. And and this is, this again is like where, and I'm I'm saying this because this is where I I wish I knew more because I would come back and then I'd get with my friends that are, that are completely unsaved and I would try, you know, I'd try to witness to them and I'd be like, I just don't understand. Like, all right, maybe if I just like... Maybe if I get around them long enough, they'll ask me about Jesus and it'll be the perfect time. But they never asked. And I was just doing it. You know, I was like waiting around. They didn't want to hear, hear me on, about Jesus or whatever. Um, and so, you know, we'd start doing the same things we used to do, going to the same place we used to go. And then, it, and then like, you look down the road and you're like, it, I, like, you don't just like jump from the high down to the low. You slowly slip down. Right. You slowly start to compromise. Well, I'm just I'm just trying to lead them to Jesus. You slowly start right. to go to those places. I'm not going for me. I'm going for them. So it's less of a wake up call for you. Right. It's such a slow decline. Right. That you're you're not one to be like, wait a second, this is wrong. Yeah, or right, right. you start just like slowly and then you find yourself in a bad place. Right. Right. And you start to, to compromise little by little. Um, and so it has a lot to do with uh, unsaved people, but also. Um, I think people just their only check off the list is, oh, are they Christian? And they're like, all right, cool. We'll be. Yeah, we'll there's be two ends of the right. spectrum on that one. But then among Christian friends, even among people that are saved, like like hear this very clearly. 
I don't, I don't, I'm not close or buddy buddy with just any Christian. And I won't be. And you can't. Because. Right. The same verse. How can two walk together lest oh, they yeah. agree? That, that verse isn't just for right the unsaved. Yeah. Like the opposite. Right. That's that's what Ted and I always always say is like the verse that talks about unequally yoked. Mm-hmm. We're not just saying like unequally yoked with an unbeliever and a believer. Right. Are we unequally yoked if the two believers are not like you don't believe in healing like I believe, you don't believe in prosperity, you exactly. don't be- we're not on the same topic with faith, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like what we get, like we're unequally yoked and so there are still believers that you're not to be in your circle. Exactly. And it makes me laugh like how like, like let's think about this for a second. It always helped me to understand. Let's think about this. Let's, let's hmm. ponder this. It always helped me to understand uh, growing up that what we believe as word of faith people is very, very extreme, not in the sense that we're in error, but extreme in that we are in the very small minority of people that believe the way we believe. Yeah. And so that helped me to understand, you know, like it, it helped me to not get mad at everyone's like, I can't understand why they don't believe that healing's in the atonement. Like, why don't they understand that their words have power? Like, watch your confession, bro. It's like, you know, you have to understand most Christians aren't where we're at. It's just the truth. Like, and you can't, and you can't get mad at them. Right. I laugh because it's so funny because I got teaching your cousins that are six and nine, you yeah. know, they'll be like, Oh, well they're Christians. like YouTubers. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, no, no. That doesn't always mean anything. Like right. when I was in high school and we'd watch like music award shows and then like <laughs> rappers would get up there and yeah. get their award and they're yeah. like, I dedicate this award to yeah. Jesus Christ. To and, and like he was just <laughs> like have you, have you having the most <laughs> filthy lyrics. Have you seen And we'd be like, Oh yeah, I love him. <laughs> He's dedicating his award to Jesus. We, and then I I think about it now as I get older and I'm like you were an idiot, Carolyn. Yeah. Like, no, he does not live for Jesus. Right. <laughs> He's it, like, <laughs> was it you who sent me the the reel of that dude who got got up and he's like, "I love Jesus Christ." <laughs> I love maybe my Lord saved we're loosened in reels. To he's like so. he's like a drug dealer that got saved and he's a preacher now. <laughs> he's like, "My Lord saved Jesus Christ," but he like break dances for Jesus or something. He like he like pops and locks for Jesus. So it's like pop and lock. Yeah, they know that could go mixed with the word Jesus. <laughs> um, so basically, the point is, yeah, I mean, have just because, discernment. That's right, the point. Have discernment, and not everyone's meant to be in your circle because relationships will keep you far from God, right? Even if they're saved, exactly. And so knowing that we're extreme, not in, again, not in error, but a lot of most Christians don't believe the way we do. So when people say, oh, yeah, I'm Christian, it's not just that. It's are you a Bible-believing, Holy Spirit-filled, uh, you know, baptized in the Holy Spirit, speak in sure. tongues, you know, believe in faith, believe in healing, that kind of Christian? Because it matters because just like you'll become the average of unsaved people, you'll become the average of any Christian, and you'll start to slip on divine healing. You'll start to be like, well, you know, I, and, th- and then your confession will line up with, you know, any Joe Schmo that's a Christian just sure. talking however. Well, that's why the Bible says you're known by your fruit. Your fruit mm-hmm. represents everything that Jesus did on the earth exactly. and who he was. Right. So if you're not matching up with who our mm-hmm. Savior is, who your Savior is, 
then we're not on the same page. Yeah, we're, we're, we're not. And, and that's okay. Like, I love you. I'll see you in heaven. But, but I want more. Yeah. I want more on earth. Mm-hmm. I want heaven on earth. Exactly. And I want to live that way. I, yeah. I mean, if you want to wait till you get there on the sweet by and by, yeah. go have it your mansion on the gold streets. Right. <laughs> but I want my mansion on these streets and that. in heaven. Come hey. On. Come on. Uh, and, that's, and that's exactly <laughs> right. So if, if you're going to... Oh, Lord. If you're going to have a, um, a consistent on-fire lifestyle, you've got to cut out obviously unbelievers in your inner circle but you've obviously you, you've also got to cut out um lukewarm christians and and faithless christians yes so one was your spiritual discipline mm-hmm. two was relationships mm-hmm. three is hearing and seeing yeah what you see not everything is meant for our eye gate not everything's meant for our ear gate there are things because obviously faith comes by hearing and hearing right. by the word of God. But there's going to be some things that you need to cut out because it will take you down a very disturbing hole yeah. if you don't. And like you said, it starts with a little bit. Yep. The world doesn't, <laughs> the enemy doesn't come at us with like a, a bulldozer right. of stuff. It's exactly. little things. It's starting here. I'm seeing this movie, right? And mm-hmm. there's stuff in it you shouldn't see, though it might not be the worst. Right. But it opens doors to get you to bad places yeah. where now you're seeing and hearing things that you definitely should not be seeing right. and hearing. And, so, and again, it's like that, that slow slip because mm-hmm. if you watch one movie... And I feel like I'm a TV preacher in the 50s. These devil boxes, you know. <laughs> if you watch one thing that is is just a little bit off, then the next thing you th- think, okay, it's a little bit worse than the last thing, but it's not anywhere close to sure. this. And then the next thing, well, it's a little bit worse than this, but it's not even close to that. And then your spirit starts to be car- become hard. Yeah. Nothing bothers you, you anymore. Because you, you can callous your spirit. Oh, yeah. You can, like, little by little, it's almost like I've envisioned as, like, chipping it away mm-hmm. to the point where you don't even hear it anymore. Yeah. And God's, like, talking to you, and you're like, I don't even hear that voice anymore. And that is the most dangerous place to be mm-hmm. in. Like, that, that is, I, I believe... As a Christian, that is worse than being in a place where, you know, you're totally like unsaved, but you, you know, you know, like, uh, you know, the unsaved person's like, I know I need to get back in church. That's worse than that because at least they can feel the drawing of the Holy Spirit. Right. You can't as a Christian. That is the quickest heart way grows to hell. cold, the Bible says. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and those people, unfortunately, there's a high risk of not coming back to the Lord. Oh, yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. And so, you know, and so it's important what you see in here, but that's on the, 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 uh, the bad spectrum, right? Yeah. Right. So it's also important what you see in here for faith Mm -hmm. and what people are telling you and your thoughts. I mean, the Bible says in Colossians, you have to take your thoughts captive and teach them to obey Christ. Mm -hmm. So things you hear get into your mind and then your thoughts take over. And then now you're either speaking the word of God and confessing faith or you're speaking doubt and unbelief. Yep. And now it brings you to a totally different direction in your life. Right. And so one of the things that like, I know, I know you do like hardcore. I do. I'm trying to, I, you know, what do I'm I do to, hardcore? Hold on. I'm, I'm excited to hear this. Hardcore. You, you do this hardcore. Hmm. Um, I'm, I'm just trying one day to be <laughs> like, Andy no, um, no, but you listen to, to faith filled teaching and preaching all the time. All you the do time. That? I do too. But no, I know you do it like a lot. Like you'll be like <laughs> folding the, the laundry and you've got Kenneth Hagin in the background. I, I also do it. And this is a point that I've made on last gen all the time. I, I stress this a lot. But 
it's it's like you know because you can have that revival at youth camp but what if you had the same you know the same revival it, it, folding laundry you know yeah i mean the other night i was just dancing in my kitchen right <laughs> because because if we always wait for the next meeting at mm-hmm. church, the next youth thing, the next time a particular pastor or minister comes through, then what are we doing in the gaps? And in the gaps is the most important thing. Right. Because we go to church on Sundays, but what are we doing Monday through Saturday? Exactly. You know what I mean? We have to fill in the gaps with the spiritual discipline, with the right relationships, with the right seeing and hearing of the word of God or keeping out seeing and hearing the things of this world. That's what's going to make a difference in your life. That's what's going to set you apart from this generation. That's mm-hmm. what's going to put you head and shoulders above everyone else and knowing the word of God and being like you at 18 years old and already like you've had amazing uh, financial testimonies because he has an amazing financial testimony. I'm sure you guys have heard it through his other podcasts. And he was just speaking about it live on the broadcast when he did the fasting. But I told him, I said, you know what? I never even gave that much at your age. Like, look where you are. You're you're way ahead of where I was at 18. And so that just is so encouraging that it just keeps getting better and better and better. But it's based on what you've seen, you've taught, you've tried, you've you've put action right. to and, and you've proved mm-hmm. right so like and and it, and it all goes back to like the 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 biggest i think like uh how do i say this the biggest push to like where i i am now um isn't just the the high points but it's been like the normal days where i popped on uh air airbuds or airpods i sounded so old when i said that airbuds I, is I that sounded, what they used to be called no but it's like it's like earbuds and you guys, I sounded what are so they called, old. Though? AirPods. Oh, I call them I call them earpods, earbuds. I don't know. Maddie's always corrected me. Yeah, I know. I Great. Just, so I now just he just said I'm old because I say it wrong. I just caught some impartation there. Um, You're on your own for dinner. When, when I put in some <laughs> headphones, um, a normal day. Headphones? Yeah. <laughs> That's not even, Put it on my beatbox. You can't put in <laughs> headphones. You can put on Whatever. headphones. <laughs> Whatever. I put it in my boom box. And I, I popped a record on your your CD player in your room. My laser disc. Um, (laughs) Popped on a hot cassette. Eight track. Uh, Hey, let's just keep going back. So the the biggest uh, contributor, I think, to where I'm at now is not like the the super sexy moments of church meetings and you know sexy in a Christian way. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, like the whole like allure, like, oh, they're always in meetings. This must be amazing. It is amazing, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying? I guess. Okay. Never used that word before for church, thought. but hey. <laughs> Though I did just post that reel. What? Oh, yeah. We're yeah, not doing get sexy. Of- get rid of sexy church. <laughs> Turn it. them lights up. Get the organ playing. Stretch those bars. <laughs> and somebody catch me. <laughs> <laughs> right. So you, 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 get, you get what I'm saying, right? Um, so it's not living room church, right? Right. It's soft. It's comfy. It's dark. We have our shoes off. I'm not going to tell that story. We're not doing living room church. I'm, I'm not going to tell that story, but I did once go to a uh, uh, service like that, and it it took it a made turn him for the tired. worse. He fell asleep. I did fall. Asleep. <laughs> I fell asleep in this man's living room, and someone like approached me with because of word. the anointing, or because it was boring. Because the dude was <laughs> strumming at like 40 beats per minute. Ding. Yeah, he's like. <laughs> hold Jesus, that note. Wait, hold that note. We love you. And 
So holding, we're holding that note. Yeah, and it's, it's literally <laughs> pouring outside. Fireplaces oh. on. No, and I'm on the couch like done. This. We're done for. Out. I was out. Anyways, <laughs> let's get back to the thought. I was saying something, and it was so powerful. And now it's like gone. It's not the biggest contributor to where I am now. Isn't just because of the high points, the the quote unquote high points or the camp highs. It's the day to day. When I woke up at 6 a.m. to go to school, didn't feel like going to school, uh, and, and turned on uh, uh, Uncle Ted's preaching. I didn't feel like listening to preaching. I just turned on Uncle Ted's preaching. And then your spirit, you know, your spirit starts to take control and your flesh goes under. So it's, it's not so much like the, the sexy points of like the church, you know, Stop the high using points. That word, please. Sexy, sexy. Stop. Um, I'm out of here. I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm out of here. Um, but it's thanks it's for joining the, us. Podcast is over. It's the day to day where I uh, intentionally uh, fed my spirit when I right. didn't feel like it, and so that's that's why I can be. That's the difference, right? That's, that's the difference. The key. Mm-hmm. Are you doing it? And that's how we started the podcast. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's our responsibility. Exactly. What we get out of our walk with Jesus. Yeah, I totally agree. Um. I want you guys to follow uh, Pastor Carolyn on Instagram. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're just. How, how do we? How do we? Wh- what? What you got going on in your life? Tell us. Plug your stuff. <laughs> starting a church. <laughs> oh, we're starting a what? We're starting a church. Miracle Word Church, West Palm Beach. Let's do it. it when is it starting? March twenty sixth, eleven a.m. Go, please. Let's go, Last Gen Family. This I is going to be you your there. youth pastor. You and he'll probably wear he wear lots of hats, so he'll you'll see him a lot doing. Oh, things. I thought you meant like physical hats. So see it faster. Just all oh, the God. things. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna be the graphics pastor, uh, the parking lot. Um, no, but Pastor Carolyn here, <laughs> parking lot pastor. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be pastoring the the I'm yellow. Lay cones. hands on all the cars and anoint them, so when they <laughs> get into them, we're good. Um, (laughs) no, but Miracle Word Church is starting. I've, I've already gotten people from that are connected to the last gen who's saying I'm, who are saying I'm coming. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's awesome. And so that excites me to no end because it's so great. You know, it's great to do podcasts and stuff, but when I finally get to meet people in person, it's like, you know, it's crazy because it's like, you know, people say like, you know, I'm so excited about what you've been doing. It's fed my spirit so much. And that's like, that's like payment enough that, you know hits different absolutely kids would say. um but miracle word hey, church i want you to, really cool. to be here at palm beach convention center um and so you can't miss it we're gonna have the most fire opening service and come up to me and say hi don't don't be shy and don't be like oh he's got better things no we want to hear from you we want to see you exactly we want to we want to love on you yeah we want to love you to life I want to hug you. Yeah, we want to do life with for you for a long time. Yeah, just for awkwardly totally long time. We Go want to rub Tiffany. your back when you're at the altar. Go hug Tiffany. Yeah, if you go see, say hi to Tiffany. If you see a Tiffany Farley uh, running camera or whatever, just go up to her, give her the warmest. Say, I'm so happy to be here. I love you so much. Can, can I just lay hands on you, Tiffany? <laughs> <laughs> She'll love that. Um, <laughs> anyways, March 26th, we want to see you. 11 a.m. Palm Beach Convention Center. Come say hi, and it's going to be a fire service. I'm and excited. That means for the last gen, services will um, soon start in person. And yes. so if you have to... Super if you're excited listen, for what's to come for that. If you're 18 and you are you don't know where to go in life, pray about moving to West Palm Beach. Hey, I agree. I'm not going to argue with you. Seriously. We're, we're going to have a young adult ministry. There's going to be involved in a great be, ministry. Exactly. Um, and, so, and that's so important. So come for the launch. Decide to stay and just hang <laughs> with us. 
Um, but but seriously, thanks thanks for coming on. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah. I had fun. That's good. It's a good time. Did, did you guys enjoy it? Yeah. That's good. Same All right. He just asked. <laughs> Live Everybody audience. listening in your car in your yeah. room right now, yell yes. <laughs> <laughs> we love you and we'll see you. He's not sure how to wrap things up. Podcast. He's trying. Later, everybody. <laughs>